The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father. And he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Part of formation for the priesthood is every seminarian, or as we call ourselves student brothers in the Dominican world, has a spiritual director a priest that you meet with usually on a monthly basis to discuss your spiritual questions, your spiritual efforts, and your spiritual progress. And when I was first in St. Louis as a student brother, I had, uh, I, I got a, new, I had uh, a new spiritual director, and in our second or third meeting, so right off the bat, he asks me, what, what do you want to do as a Dominican? Why are you a Dominican? And being very naive and pious, I gave him a very, you know, beautiful answer, flowery answer about saving souls, preaching the gospel, all of these wonderful things, all these things that I really truly desired. And he goes, that's all wonderful. And I wish that for you. But I also want you to desire this. And he paused. He said, you should desire to be the greatest Dominican that ever lived. And I was shocked. Because I was thinking to myself immediately when he said that, I'm never going to be a preacher like St. Dominic or St. Vincent Ferrer or a student like St. Thomas Aquinas. How is that even possible? But then I thought, oh, well, the second thing in my head was, but I know I'm a better preacher than so-and-so. And I know I'm a better student than so-and-so. So maybe this is, maybe, maybe I can be better than him or better than, than that guy. And in that moment, I missed the entire point of what he was trying to say to me. 
The goal for greatness, our ambition should be to be great, to be a saint, to be the best that we can possibly be, not in spite of other people, but because of other people and for their sake. A mother or a father should desire to be the greatest mother or father because they love their children and their spouse, not because they want to show the guy down the street how great a father I can be. This is the challenge of our first reading and second reading today. We see the difference in ambition between Mary and David. When David has the opportunity to show his ambition, to put his ambition in relationship to the Lord, he overshoots the mark. He wants to build this great earthly house for God. And what does God say to him? I love your ambition, but I want to do something even better. I want to establish your house for Ever. And we see the perfection of spiritual and saintly ambition in the Blessed Virgin Mary today. And that when the angel comes, she's afraid. She doesn't know exactly what to do because her heart is on fire with the Holy Spirit and she just wants to serve. She wants to be great, but only in relationship to God. And she's not 100% aware of that at this point, what that means. And so she's afraid that this is what it's going to take. But she desires it. But notice what she says. She doesn't say, behold how great I am. Behold, I am the mother of God. She says, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. And so as we prepare for Christmas, which interestingly enough starts tonight, as we prepare for this Christmas, we also prepare to be great to live the incarnation in our life each and every day. To never go a moment without the fact that God became one of us, have meaning, have purpose. And the first way in which we do that is like Mary, is to recognize that our greatness, our ambition, should be ordered toward service. Service of God, service of our brothers and sisters that we are called to greatness in relationship, in community, in communion with Christ Jesus. But not only are we called to greatness in service, greatness in relationship, greatness in community, the Lord provides people for us to help us along that path. In the first reading, David has Nathan. And Nathan is able to go to the Lord for David and help David understand more clearly what the Lord is trying to do. And so the Lord provides in our lives friends, confidants, family members who desire to walk with us to help us become great or to help us become even greater than we now are. And lastly, in this desire to be great, we must recognize what St. Paul clearly lays out for us in the second reading, that our greatness is because God is great, not because I am great. That the Lord wants us to be great so that he can do greater work. The incarnation that we are about to celebrate, that we are waiting very patiently for, is a reminder to us that our sanctity, our salvation, our greatness is God working in us. Emmanuel, God with us. We are temples of the Holy Spirit, just like Mary. And God desires to do that work in and through us, with our friends, for the service of his name 
and the building up of our brothers and sisters and his kingdom. We are never alone. God desires great things from us. As we prepare ever so briefly these last day to celebrate the incarnation, may we have hearts that are ready like Mary's to welcome the message of God, to make ourselves his servant, his handmaid, so that like Mary, our yes might change the world. Our yes might bring people closer to Christ. Our yes might make Christ glorified in all things.